Welcome to Talk Therapy CBT, a conversation about educating, helping, and connecting individuals to the world of psychology. This podcast is supported and produced by Inner Balance Psychology Center. I would also like to thank our sponsor, Dr. Alba Raffaella, psychologist and author of Breaking the Mirror, a story and guide on how to recognize and deal with narcissists. Available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Rafa. And joining with me today is my one year older co host. Yes. Thank you so much. I uh, <laughs> thank you for saying you're one year older. <clears throat> yes. I, I, so, you know, you get all the um, little Facebook birthdays, and I have to give a shout out to Jimmy Mosley from the class of 89 because he, I think he either turned the same age already or is going to, but he sent me a message. It said, um, happy birthday. I never thought you would be 52. And then there was a picture of the B-52s. <laughs> and I'm like, because uh, when I first looked at the picture, I go, what the hell is up? Is it like, like a reference to Love die? Shack or something? I'm like, oh, B-52. That's great. Hmm. It's kind of like, uh, I think I saw one about the UB-40. Mm-hmm. Like if you were born this year, UB-40. Right. Anyway, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 52 years old today, a little older, a little wiser. Yep. And today's episode is, well, by the way, so if you're listening to this, it's 2023. So happy new year. It will be aired in 2023, although we're recording in 2022. So this time of year, we, you know, reflect back on the year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So our title is Awakenings, I think. It's a working title because, you know, I, I thought, Awakenings, and what we normally do is we talk about New Year's resolutions because it is the time of year to decide to change your life because you can't do it any other time during the year. But in January, I guess you're allowed to make changes or you allow yourself, right? It's very cliche, and I do not use the word resolution. I will say to people, set your intentions for the year. What are your goals? What are your intentions? Resolution is too absolute. And people often set unrealistic resolutions. And yeah. no, why? Yeah. Why just January? That's the only time you make changes. The new calendar. It's, 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 it's official. It's, it's, like it's, I could, it's, I could start getting in shape in December, but, but might well just do it in January. Right. Like January joiners. My yeah, sister yeah. told me that term, which I used to loathe because <laughs> it got really crowded at the gym or yoga. But yeah, I guess it's fine to reflect on the year and think about, you know, it's a good time to reset your goals and making your goals very realistic. So I've mentioned before, if you've not worked out and you tell yourself, I'm going to exercise every day, that is unrealistic. Now, I know they have those programs from couch to 5K which is intentional for getting off the couch and running a 5K. However, that's fine if that's if that's what you want to do, but that is not as realistic. Right. With everything. And there's an end in sight. It's like eight weeks for that or something. Right. I mean, it's like anything else in life, if you really think about it, that you're going to perfect. You know, you don't just get up as a baby and just start strutting around the house. You know, you have to tumble and fall. You have to crawl. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just jump in the deep end then well some people do things that way okay bad example because that's how my dad taught me how to swim it was a lot easier after i got the cinder block off my ankle right that was the mentality back then but um look some people are again going back to the habits show that we did before and then upholders like myself like i i'm very motivated so i don't need to like i could say that probably like okay i'm gonna work out every day and i probably would i almost do but not everyone's motivated in that way So our quotes for today are around that (laughs) motivation, beginnings, changes, right? Fear, kind of hodgepodging today, right? So what's your quote? It's when your life isn't adding up, start subtracting. It's by, apparently it's a philosopher with 
one name. He calls himself Anonymous. And this, I know that guy. you know, Anonymous, I know that he's guy. got a lot of quotes, or she. I don't she know. She or he. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of quotes by this Anonymous person. Yeah. A lot of. I like this one because there are too many times in life where I think people, they have to, I have to do this. I have to add this. I have to do this. I have to incorporate this. And then they need to also look back and think about, okay, you know what? What do I need to get rid of? Because when you're adding all these things into your life, okay, they could, could, but you know, you're also not, you also need to make time to make that happen. So it's impossible to add everything. Okay. you, You need to trade off because for your own sanity. I would think. One of the uh, summary, so I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty strict with my CBT agenda and I haven't done it as much with people I've been seeing a long time. But one of the things I find myself reminding people of is just ask yourself every day, like, or every week, if you want, what am I doing too much of? What am I not doing enough of? And the too much is often working too much, not, you know, maybe the nice guy, nice girl syndrome, not being assertive enough, not setting boundaries enough, not drinking enough water, not eating healthy, and then not getting enough sleep, like those types of things, right? Could also be a person in your life. You just might want to- X out of your life. X out of your life or avoid at all costs or just not be available for like you once were maybe. Right. Setting boundaries, not being people pleasing. Like we were in our peer supervision meeting we have them every two weeks and we talk about like the kinds of clients or patients that come in especially you know we have women more than men that come in but like a common goal is assertiveness training setting boundaries and women especially are groomed to be nice girls you know like agreeableness they score higher on the mmpi i believe overall agreeable don't cause waves and just be caretakers and that doesn't always work especially if you have toxic people or unhealthy relationships in your life. So we work a lot with that goal and client population as well. Men too. Men, that's definitely on the agenda. For men to... Nice guys. They need to be liked. Well, that's like that book, right? That nice guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Yeah, exactly. Glover. Yeah, it's a good book. Right. There's one called Nice Girl Syndrome that I often recommend as well. So we're socialized to be that way. Or there are messages from our family, right? Like... Don't cause any wave. Be the peacemaker. Let everybody just get along. Yeah. That doesn't I, work. I don't. Mean, <laughs> that doesn't work. If, so you, you, if you can, you know, if, if it's, but I always take everything with a grain of salt. Like if it's something that you, if it benefits you, fine. But if it doesn't. Well, that's another question I often ask is, is it working for you? Right. And it's such a simple question. People give me that, like, aha, they have that aha moment, right? Like, oh my gosh, you're right. It doesn't work. I'm like, then don't do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I that's that was another idea for today's theme, like awakenings or having. There's a quote that again I didn't look it up, but it's I I, I saw it in, in a movie, Tin Cup with Kevin Costner. This is before he was uh, working the ranch at Yellowstone, and it was um, life is full of defining moments. Either you define the moment, or the moment defines you. And it's like you just said, like that aha moment where you just like finally, mm-hmm. it's something you knew, but now it just hit you like a ton of bricks or like a lightning bolt. And you just like, you know, um, to quote Twisted Sister, you know, we're not going to take it anymore. You're not (laughs) going to take it anymore. And that's it. So let me tell you my quote and then I'm going to follow up on that tin cup quote. Okay. So mine is very similar to yours. Deciding what not to do is as important as deciding what to do. And that is by Steve Jobs. So again, deciding on what are you doing too much of and what don't you want to do? Because not doing something is actually doing something. Yeah. It's inaction, I guess, or an inaction maybe. So I think I was telling you one of my favorite moments, I guess, as a psychologist is when people have that moment. 
that aha moment because initially with strict CBT protocol, we work on changing behaviors that's easier to change, right? And then people thinking traps and thinking patterns that they've been believing and entrenched in their whole life. So it's not realistic to have somebody just change beliefs that are super strong. But once they start that, like they'll start the behavioral changes, right? And then they'll have that aha moment. And it really is great as a clinician to see people really experience that in their heart, you know? Well, getting anybody to do anything, it has to be their decision. Practice it. Yeah, it has to be their decision. And, you know, we talk about it's your decision. I can just guide you and talk about the pros and cons of making that decision. I will never, ever tell anybody what to do. No, you never tell me what to do at all. I don't. No. What did I say this morning? You, it would, you might say it would choice. be a good idea. No. You might suggest a good oh, yeah, idea. Yeah. I, I That's will. different. And that, you, know, you can do that. And I frame it that way. You right. may want to consider this might be a good idea. Maybe it's better to change your address online instead of going to the post office. I said you do whatever you want. But you can do what you want, want to. <laughs> I said. Go ahead. Go wait in line in the post office. Go ahead. Yeah. Because they're such nice people. And they're so helpful. <laughs> Some of them are okay. What? At the post office. In Marlton? Anywhere. Right. Cliff Clavin was a good mailman. You want to test that theory out? Just to waste your day going to the post office? My entire day. We're being dramatic now? You know how many people are probably in that line, even though it's two days after Christmas? A lot. Then I would walk out and not wait in that line. And then you do it. All right. Let's not air out our dirty laundry. <laughs> okay. So even with you, I will say you do what you want, but, you know, think about the potential consequences and accept them. So we talk about that in therapy. <laughs> So, you know, if I go to the post office and when I come back and you're going, so it's a long line, I would just lie to you. But it was easy no. peasy, walked right in there. In fact, there was a line, but they all let me in front because they saw I was a nice guy. It was my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even wait in line to start. You know, I don't make phone calls and I don't wait in line. I know you don't. That's because I don't want to waste time. Because time's precious. And that's a choice I'm making. Deciding on what to do and what not to do. You know, I actually wanted to tell you, I did make a phone call the other day and it actually went well. Was it to, to DVC or something? To DVC. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. See, that's why. Because, the, the, well, the Disney. Well, that's an exception to that. Yeah, because those people actually, they, they do a oh, very you know good what? job. Republic Bank yesterday. Okay. Very helpful. We had to work through this glitch with the new software or the online thing, which is a nightmare. So I went in there and the woman said, is your, you know, I know your sister. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Because Jen and I both had, she had such issues with Republic Bank. Oh. <laughs> that they remembered our last name. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why. No, it was a different person on the phone. Oh. But she, Jen told me it's a nightmare. It is. So anyway, she walked me through this whole thing. She was nice. Exceptions to the rule. So you, I think you have a game slash list. Yeah, so there's a top 10 list I looked up on this um, website. Just It's called Top 10s. Am I supposed to guess? Well, we could, we, nah, because I think it's just better. I, I mm-hmm. Can I comment? Yeah, will you just tell me, you know, you can elaborate more on this. The first well, one. I can guess at least one. Okay, Okay. well. Lose weight, diet. Exercise. Well, yeah, lose weight's number two. <laughs> and then also, so, okay, so first one, this one's pretty vague because it can go, like, it's just live a better life. And oh, um, let me see. No, I agree with that. It's enjoy, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jo- enjoy life more. So when I read this, I thought of the whole memento mori. You know, we all, we're all going to die. So make sure that you don't have any regrets on your deathbed. Or I think it's inevitable you're going to have some. Just make sure they're not big ones. When I heard that, it reminded me of ACT, living a valued life, picking things that you value and leaning towards it. Like I mentioned, my, one of my values is time. Right. Well, no, that's, well, that's, well, that's a serious one. People don't look at time as a commodity or something that's worth money to them or that's, Mm -hmm. it's it's even precious. It's, you know, and they'll give up a lot of it. And it's like, 
and then complain about it. Yeah. Forget there was a movie, Justin Timberlake was in it. It was a sci-fi where if the, only the rich people had time and time was like something that costs money. And if you didn't have much time, you were like in the poor ghetto areas. It was kind of a, a real twist. It was really. Really? I didn't know he was in the sci-fi. It was, yeah, I have to look it up, but it was, um, hmm. uh, was Reese Witherspoon in it with him? I forget. Hmm. No, man, no, I don't think it, it was another blonde actress, but it was, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. But yeah, time is something that, you know, you're never going to, no amount of money is going to buy any more of it. So, well, we often complain we don't have enough of it, <laughs> you know, so it's using your time wisely, thinking about how to, you know, like schedule your day and right. save time. Right. So the second one is lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that's something you can only start doing in January. Apparently you're more successful on January 1st than any other day. Right. With that new gym membership. Um, Let's see. What's the next one down here? Learn something new. That one, that's kind of cute. I like that one. Yeah. So something new could be as simple as a recipe. It could be... um, Play the piano. Playing a musical instrument. It could be a language. It could be horse racing. It could be an exercise. It could be... A skill or a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Help others. Be a nice guy. Yeah. And well, this is good for the people who are, because we always talk about people are too agreeable, people are too nice. Well, there are some people that aren't, and maybe once in a while <laughs> they should do it once. You know, just, and again, only people who matter <clears throat> in their lives, but maybe they don't do enough for their mom or their sibling or I think best that, friend. Again, with the whole expectation of time of year, this time of year, People are more, you know, generally nicer. They're opening doors, saying thank you. They're not being as mean. Although I think I mentioned to you, my assistant sent me a New York Times article this morning about the reflections of the year 2022. And it was a year of anger and emotional dystopia. A lot of anger. So how nice are people if they're angry? Probably not much, right? No. Get fit. Now get fit can mean... It's more than just losing weight. Get fit can mean a lot of other things in your life that you need to start doing more. Physically healthy, mentally healthy. Right. Maybe it is. Then right after that, that is, and a, a caveat to that is stop smoking. Yeah. A lot of people say that. You know, let's mm-hmm. see what else we got. Number seven is get organized. Oh yeah. Cleaning and organizing is a big thing. And that, that one could also be, you know, time, like organizing your time, managing your time better. Could be managing using planners, cleaning out your closet. No. Be less clumsy. I don't know how that's going to, how you can manage that one. Either you're clumsy or you're not. Um, maybe be more self aware. Clumsy, clumsy awareness month. Maybe they'll be. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. If you do yoga and have better balance overall or meditate, you can be less clumsy. More would- agile. Number nine is to fall in love because you can just do that. Like by the snap of a finger. Right. We can just have Prince Charming show up. Maybe. Okay. So would they, would it be open to it? Because there are some people that are just like, no. There are people who are very guarded and have trust issues and they're not. So that's openness, right? So maybe that could be what they mean. Although you can't control who you fall in love with necessarily. Or also if someone love you back. Or to put yourself out. Hey, I'm I'm going to put myself out there. No, I don't like that goal. That's too vague. (laughs) (laughs) Allow myself to fall in love. Hmm. Be open to the idea. Uh, yeah. Maybe that. To, okay. Because maybe someone isn't dating and then they're open to it. Right. Or building trust. Sure. Okay. Or changing their thinking about all women are a certain way or all men are a certain way. Now, this one is is broad. Uh-huh. Stop procrastinating. 
uh, with what though? It could be the sm- the smoking thing. It could be the getting fit thing. Like stop procrastinating with a phone call with doctor's appointment. I, I guess I don't know, but I mean that one's getting your oil changed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna um, come back and haunt you. Yeah. So then, and then there's a like, um, honorable mentions: um, be more social, mm-hmm. spend time with loved ones, mm-hmm. those make could time be for those people. Maybe give grandma, grandpa a car. There's also the the people who often say the shoulds, right? Lots of shoulds. I should do this. We should do this. Or, I, oh, like, we should get together sometime. And then nobody initiates that at mm-hmm. all. When you, when you reconnect. A lot of people say that. Oh, yeah, we should hang out. Yeah, okay. I see one on That's here. That's your should. This is obviously. That's not my should. Uh, get better grades. So this is more, I guess, uh, academically, you know, student. Yeah, academically or, oriented, but. That's good. I mean, like you can Friends. wait till wait till January to do that. We'll give them a new semester if it's college. Post more TikToks. Yeah, the, yeah, maybe. Spend less money. Ooh, that's a thing. Budgeting. Let's work. Well, again, you can you can file that into organization. I mean, like so there there. I think there are four or five Spend broad ones on that things. have a lot of little, mm-hmm. you know, caveats to it, right? Yeah, and that's why it's important to kind of like whittle it down from vague to more realistic, specific. And also, what does that mean? Like somebody can say, "I want to spend less money." All right, what does that mean to you? All right, well, I want to spend less money on cigarettes. Okay, I want to spend less money on alcohol or gambling or clothes. Mm-hmm. And somebody else might have a different goal in mind, right? There's one. I mean, I don't think. Of, um, I want to buy more shoes. One would be good. <laughs> That's on, well, a good goal. Uh, how about uh, not? Not. I'm not going to let people take advantage of me. Like that could be a good. Oh, one. that's an excellent goal. Yeah, that circles back to that's a, you know um, uh, what, what's word what I'm looking for. Um, Huh? Assertiveness? Yeah, sort of assertiveness training. It's just like you know, being more self-aware of people who use you or try mm-hmm. to use you. Right. Not allowing them to. Yeah. I, I told you I work on that a lot. And again, what does that mean? What does that look like? It could be rekindling old relationships. You know, I think that's an ongoing goal, not just a January goal. And I, I don't know about you, but people start out strong, right? September, they start out strong with grades. And yeah. It's the best year ever. Right. And then they start to dawdle. <laughs> it they starts dawdle. to dwindle by, uh, you know, December, and then they are refreshed next week, right? You go back next week? Yeah, um, somewhat. <laughs> uh, uh, somewhat. You know, not so much in high school. Not in so September, much. the kids come in, and it's like you got to remind seniors. them of what school is like because it's shaking the cobwebs. Well, the seniors have senioritis, for sure. Well, what I've noticed is because of the pandemic, their work ethic has declined is even worse than it was. And it was pretty bad back in 2019. Right. And I'm, I mean, those kids are in college now, but I'm just saying like the average sophomore or junior that I get in class, those middle school years where I think there's a pretty good foundation that's established didn't take because of the pandemic. And it, there wasn't much asked of them because of the unfortunate circumstances. Right. So that just fed the the laziness. And I don't know. And I am the last person to try to find excuses for these kids because they have they have a bevy of them on their own. But this is a legitimate one that I acknowledge. I don't I don't tell them that because they need another excuse, like they need a hole in the head. But I see it. Yeah, definitely shifted things. And like that article was saying about one things that I um, have a pet peeve with is parents who don't teach their kids how to deal and cope with fear. And they just instill the fear. The pandemic obviously caused a lot of fear in people and anxiety. So teaching kids how to be resilient and how to get through tough stuff that you cannot control is a valuable tool. Because there's a lot of things in life. Like, for instance, the weather. You can't control the weather. You can't control the weather. 
Did anyone try to? Maybe in a movie. I'm trying to Doctor Freeze or or um oh like a superhero. One of the X Men. Why don't people try that? Like people really. So it's just silly, right? Like why why would you want to try to control other things in life? You, you don't try to control the weather. Why can't things be in that same category? Yeah, that's a good way. To right, I think so. So in summary, it's very important to have realistic goals, attainable goals, SMART goals is the acronym that we use in CBT and in ACT. So thinking about that is really important. Definitely have more joy, lean into joy, have more fun. Like we're going to do today, right? We have a fun day planned, birthday boy. Yes, absolutely. Lots of fun. I'd have it. I I wouldn't have it any other way. We're not having a a party with a clown. I'm sorry. No. I decided against it. No. Because you're a clown enough. Yes, this is true. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So I hope everyone, you know, had a great holiday and happy new year to all of you. And as always, thanks for listening to our show. Catch all of our episodes and more at www.innerbalancepsychology.com or talktherapycbt.com. Email us if you have any questions, info at innerbalancepsychology.com and stop it and give yourself a chance. <laughs>